0: Well, we are back officially. I know we said that last week, and it seems like a bit of a redundancy, but this is our first like full, real episode back.
1: Yes, it is. Um, I thought maybe this time around I would watch my movie sooner than what I did, but I didn't.
0: Did you watch it like, the night before?
1: Uh, I actually finished it, um, so I fell asleep.
0: You're the worst.
1: I know. I know. Well, okay. Wait. I, I did not fall asleep because the movie was not good. Uh, let me just preface with that. I, I fell asleep though and um, watched the second half today. So,
0: Teen is one of those people that would watch a movie in like four separate parts.
1: I I know, you, I know you
0: would. You would.
1: I would not. You've
0: done it before. I think.
1: I I don't think that's true. I well, okay. That's a false statement there have been well there have been times where i've turned movies off because i'm like i'm just not interested in this right now you know
0: you don't see it through you don't see it all the way through you know what i don't really love people that don't finish movies well you know what
1: cal (laughs) when it comes to seeing things the whole way through i've decided that sometimes it's just not worth my time because time is the most precious commodity we have here on earth it's not necessarily true maybe like water is but you know Mm -hmm.
0: I heard that they officially m i t has i' an armchair expert today uh has officially found a way to turn off the the aging genome in mice wow so i I can't I, wait
1: to get to our good news story because mine is also about mice
0: i think I think give it like ten fifteen years I think the wealthiest people in the world will have a decision to to be able to
1: to turn on turn off to the live, to live forever wow, yikes, I don't think I want to live forever.
0: It's it's like a hard thing You're like oh, I would want to live forever but also would you because where's the meaning then you know exactly. if starting to stop I would feel like the world would explode because forever is such an entity that you can't wrap your mind around no and especially like if your family and friends aren't all doing it as well then you have to right be like dying who am I going to hang you? out
1: with mhm like yeah. you know I've made my lifelong friends for the most part, I feel like. but Well, not for the most part, but just generally a, a handful. And, you know, that's, that's sometimes hard work. It's hard to find good people, you know?
0: It is hard to find good people. So I don't actually think I would want to live forever.
1: Speaking of good people, um, remember the other week when – or last week, not the other week. It was literally last week when we were discussing uh, we need to find friends that do things. Um, RJ wanted me to let you know that her brother is a mechanic. And uh, her sister is a physician's assistant. So, um, mm. and her dad fixes things too. So mm. you already know, uh, you could you could have a whole family of people that can do things.
0: Well, for reasons that we will not discuss on the podcast due to <laughs> keeping it relatively um, neutral of a podcast. Me and RJ are not on speaking terms right now.
1: Oh, you're not. Okay.
0: So maybe down the line, those uh, great... Occupations will be at hand to me. I did just get a new car. Hopefully, I don't need a mechanic anytime soon. But
1: oh, I hope not. I just got know? a couple of new tires.
0: Mm, I remember you telling that story. Yeah.
1: Well, RJ, RJ's brother did it for me today. Nice. Yeah.
0: RJ's brother probably wouldn't have done it for me, but I digress. <laughs> uh, how are you, Tina?
1: Oh man, I am. I'm great. I'm great. fucking great. Yeah. How are you?
0: I'm good. Life's not too bad right now. Um, Just enjoying. I saw something as well where people, f- for whatever reason, think August is like the end of summer. I think August, like it's the, like really summer's just starting to kick off in August. I feel like I have a lot of exciting things to look forward to in August and September. Maybe even more so than I did in June and July. So I'm yeah, honestly, the same months. with me.
1: Um June and July are just like the tip of the iceberg for me. It's very hot during those two months, and I'm like, Ew. Yeah. like I kind of want to. Do less in June and July, to be honest, because mm-hmm. it's so hot. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very sensitive to the heat. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I, I sweat a lot, like a ridiculous <laughs> amount. It's really horrible and embarrassing, <laughs> but it's the truth. And um, that's what we're here to tell on this podcast the truth. Sure.
0: Uh, if you are just tuning in, this is Roll the Credits. Uh, this is episode 57, season Damn. three. Obviously, we had a five-plus-month break, and we came back last week a little, as a bit of a- little
1: hiatus.
0: A little relaunch, and we're ready to go. We're diving into to full episodes here. Uh, we're going to get into who we reviewed in a couple of minutes here. But yeah, this is Roll the Credits. And if you are new, we look at uh, actors and actresses. We look at work that they've done that we haven't seen, review the movie, and, and kind of relate it back to to, to real life, and, and ask open-ended questions, and be as honest as we can, Um in as much of a non political, non biased way that we most possibly could do. So, if you are joining us for the first time, for the 57th time, from the United States, from South America, from Argentina, from Australia, wherever you may be in the world, we thank you. Argentina
1: uh, the, is in South America, dog.
0: Well, I was just saying, I wasn't saying it was its own continent. I was just, it just popped in my mind. Okay. Um, but, Wherever you're coming from, we appreciate you. We had a great response to our relaunch, which was awesome to see, and
1: very exciting.
0: You know, we always we've always started this and did this since the beginning just for fun. It's something to do. We, you know, yeah. I like to hear myself talk, and whether you guys do or not, anything is an added bonus on top of that for, for right. me. So, yeah, we're excited to get back into it. Uh, there was one thing I wanted to talk to you about in regards to the Olympics before we got started. Okay. So obviously, the Olympics are going on two-week thing Uh, I'm not too big into it you know I watch Mm -hmm. some of the you know the basketball and some of the swimming events and I've seen some of the track and field but I haven't watched too too much of it however I saw something that said that you changed the Olympics from you know people competing in trials or different years to be able to do whatever sport or whatever uh, activity it is and instead it's like a jury duty type of system where if you get mailed a letter randomly you have to represent your country in whatever sport (laughs) that that letter deemed so it would be
1: oh my god
0: ryan kelpin gets a letter in the mail he's representing the united states in javelin tina delastate gets a letter in the mail and she's representing the united states in in water polo how fun would that i would watch that more i
1: probably would too that'd be hilarious
0: wouldn't it be i think that's a fantastic idea
1: I think so too. Um, I think there'd be
0: a lot of revenue come from it. I think a lot of fun. I think it'd fun. make a great
1: reality TV show, to be quite honest. Sure. Not big into reality TV, but I would watch that.
0: I think I would, in any, most sports that there would be a chance for me to die, I think, I, like, I would, I would drown in anything past, like, <laughs> one lap of swimming.
1: <laughs> Same. I,
0: I would literally probably kill myself on a pole vault i would trip over hurdles i would probably stab myself with a javelin i would literally like, get erased like- from the planet in men's rugby and women's rugby <laughs> i would literally i'm trying to think of all this. archery i'd probably fucking yeah. shoot myself
1: or someone else I, it, Honestly, I was looking at I was looking at the list of all of the sports and it was like if you have 4 years to train for one I of these it. to I win know. a bronze medal, which one would it be? None of them. No. I could not get good enough at one of those sports in 4 years to win anything. To no. even fucking qualify at that. Let's just leave it at that. Like I Fuck couldn't no. even qualify if I had 4 years no. to prepare. Fuck None no. of them.
0: Fuck no! I would die in rowing because I my arms would fall off and I fall off the fucking canoe and I I'd 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 fall drown. Off the canoe. I would yes, be like because
1: <laughs> they they row canoes. That's it.
0: What are those things called? Are they boats?
1: Honestly, I don't know the actual term for them, but, but I know it's canoes. certainly not a
0: canoe. <laughs> well, funny thing is, I tried to to, to do a row a canoe one time, and I fucking almost killed myself. <laughs> I.
1: I was in a race a few 4th of Julys ago, um, a canoeing race, and I uh, unfortunately was a little too intoxicated for the Mm. event and uh, ended up flipping the canoe and I fell into the Delaware River, which was so unfortunate because that is a dirty, dirty, dirty (laughs)
0: river. I was at a... Lake Harmony and the (laughs) Poconuts and I wanted to go fishing out on the lake compared to like on the dock or whatever. So I had my fucking fishing uh, box and I'm not a
1: huge tackle box
0: tackle box. Yeah. And I I got it in the canoe and I'm like, Waddling off the off the <laughs> bank, and I, I put my tackle box in front of me, and I'm literally like, as if I'm like in the ocean, like <laughs> evading all these waves, and I literally barely made it off the bank and flipped over like four times. All my tackle <laughs> box in the water. I couldn't. I literally couldn't do it. I didn't. I was perplexed. I, I'm in decent shape. People people coming in like fat motherfuckers, just whoop whoop whoop, just fucking rowing down the.
1: yeah, the Yeah it's really um, unfortunate how like
0: washed up we are yeah yeah well <laughs> and
1: like sometimes you think like oh i'm like decently athletic like I can, I can do things and then you watch the olympics and you're like no i can't do anything at all
0: I, i'm an arp I, I do think i could be on the women's softball team
1: interesting okay
0: i know it's a hot take i know women softball players would say i'm let me pitch you my rice ball or something, you know, and I'm sure they I can... know
1: nothing about softball. I don't even but, know what the fuck a rice ball is.
0: But I truly believe at the very you know least. What rice
1: balls are. I
0: like <laughs> <that>. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I do love rice balls.
1: Yeah, they're so good. What are,
0: what, what are they called? Archini balls or something?
1: There's a couple of different names for them. Um, there's Souplee and uh, Arancini, I Arancini, believe. is that's the it, one. yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: One time I was on a date and I got arancini balls, and I think I called them like Arcane Balls, which is the last <laughs> name of one of my coworkers. <laughs> she didn't Ar- call me back. Uh also, before we dive into it, I was supposed to go out with IKEA as we meant. I think we talked oh, about yeah. this last did you week, right? Go out with we, Ikea. We talked about her moving to Florida.
1: Yep.
0: Yeah. Uh I did not. Um oh. I thought that she ghosted me. However, I found out today that she has COVID.
1: Uh oh. So, Stay far away from IKEA.
0: Well, she's vaccinated until she's. It's funny enough; she's vaccinated in <laughs> COVID, so.
1: Right, but like you know, just so you don't get it too.
0: Yeah, so I'm at least away. So it really dwindles the window down to like two weeks. Man, she's not to be around people for two the weeks. Humans, yeah. Yeah, so that was that was pretty much it. I went golfing this weekend. I sucked. Uh, it's the most frustrating game in the world. Yep. And yeah, no plans this week, but August looks pretty good for me. I don't I have I think I'm gonna go visit my brother in Virginia. Uh, oh. I think uh oh I have a, a a good friend's wedding and then fancy football draft with all the guys and going to California right after that.
1: Awesome. Is that end of August that you're going to California beginning, beginning of is, yeah, beginning September. of September? Yeah,
0: yeah. Nice. Uh what about you? Any plans? Well.
1: Uh, I have a bridal shower that I have to go to um, I have a few <laughs> concerts lined up nice nice um, what else am I doing in August there's something going on oh oh Um, my roommate's family is coming for a visit uh, his siblings are all coming so we're gonna show them around and have a good old time Um, I believe that's the last weekend in August and then the bachelorette party Ooh. at the beginning of September. Can't we? Where's that at? It's actually in Philly. Uh, oh. We have a place for the weekend. Um, nice. Not everybody's from the area. So it's it's a trip for some people. Uh, for people like me, it most certainly is not. Um, but I'm not mad about it. I'm You, actually you get to be a tour kind of guide. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It's not
0: far from home. Yeah, that'll be fun.
1: Yeah, so... Um, I'll probably hit you up that night and tell you to come by my friend a drink.
0: I'm down. I could be the perfect. stripper too if you want.
1: Ah, uh, awesome! We would love that.
0: I actually don't hold me to that. I don't feel like I would be very good at tripping.
1: Okay, well,
0: but maybe I'll give a give you a
1: little and tequila like and maybe you'd be okay at it.
0: That's true. That's true. Tequila makes me do anything. Um, uh,
1: maybe we could bring back the uh, the the poon dance.
0: Mm, that has been retired for some time. I know. That hasn't come out since pre-pandemic. I don't even know if I could do it anymore. I'm so old. My legs <laughs> might snap in half or my groin might rip. Um, but if you've seen The Poon, you know uh, it's probably better to stay in retirement. And with it that, is. we will get to our first official episode of Roll the Credits. Like I said, episode, since we're back, of course, episode 57, season three. Alongside Tina and myself, Ryan. Of course, we're diving into Killian Murphy today, um, which Killian is Murphy. super exciting because I know that he's he's actually climbed the ranks as one of my favorite actors. Obviously, since portraying Tommy Shelby, which in the Peaky Blinders, which is a top three show for me of all time, and I always have liked him because he's actors to me that are more mysterious, that don't do a lot of talk shows, That don't do a lot of press, but are in. Considerable, you know, critically acclaimed movies are always super, uh, you know, uh, I guess, curious to me. And yeah, Tyler they're a little Duff more s- interesting because he just do the same much way before he, you know, kind of waited on the wrong side of trouble. But <laughs> Killian's always been uh, of interest, and I knew he had, he had done a lot of stuff that I haven't seen um, that I was mm-hmm. uh, excited to get into. And also to see him in a different light from from Tommy Shelby was weird for me. I know that you're not as mm-hmm. in Peaky Blinders as I am, but, you know, I've watched. The it's a great three, show. Three times through, and
1: well, wow.
0: it's such a dominant character, and right. to see him in such a different light, especially at least the movie I watched uh, was was um, was cool and strange at the same time. But uh, excited to dive into it. Of course, we'll go through it. We won't spoil anything. We'll go through some reviews and, and talk about it. Yeah, so,
1: he's a very blandly handsome man. Have I told you about this?
0: Well, you said he was very handsome last episode.
1: Yeah. So I meant to say blandly handsome. Have I? given you the distinction between blandly handsome and like
0: yeah, i think you messaged me before to... and said that i think you either you told me i'm blandly handsome or barely handsome or something before <laughs> so i've heard blandly
1: this term. blandly
0: like you're not too attractive where you seem unachievable
1: exactly boom blandly you're handsome and that's just what you want to go for
0: you're not in the brad Pitt stratosphere
1: no you're no
0: as you guys can imagine, I was delighted to have Tina send me a, uh, a post and say, hey, this is a new term, Blandly Handsome. You fit right into the group. Uh, it was great to hear. Uh, I'm not breaking any stratospheres in, in Brad Pitt's world.
1: Oh, much love to you, buddy.
0: Cheers. Um, I've been talking a lot, so I will let you uh, you go first with what you watched with, uh, with Killian Murphy.
1: All right, I watched Anthropoid from 2016. Um it is a movie on World War II How's and it Anthropoid.
0: Anthropoid. Okay.
1: Yes. Would you like me to spell that for you?
0: Uh, no, but can you use it in a sentence?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I actually <watched> so <laughs> I want yeah. <laughs> so it's oper it's about Operation Anthropoid. Um they actually use that I believe some kind of uh reptile? Not reptile, but something along those lines. Maybe, like, some kind of frog. Oh, maybe an amphibian. (laughs) Anyways, there was something about, like, animals that came up when I initially searched this, so I had to add movie to it so that Google knew what the fuck to show me. Anyways, um, it's a movie about World War II and the assassination of Reynold Heydrich. I'm not positive I'm if I'm pronouncing those names correctly. uh, I am not German. Um, And anyways, so... Killian Murphy was one of the main characters that uh, was a part of this assassination plan. And uh, Heydrich was, I believe, Hitler's number... He was the highest-ranking Nazi official that was assassinated during the war. Mm. Um, He was Hitler's number two guy I believe so he was like the third highest ranked in the Nazi party right. um, it was your typical world war two movie in a lot of ways um, it was it was definitely graphic um, this movie I don't know if I mentioned this 2016 okay. um, if I did already my apologies I have a shit short term memory and uh, it was it was very well the acting was incredible uh it was very well done though in general and i liked it um the scene the scenes at the end were pretty crazy um if you're not aware of a lot of things that went on during world war ii um uh, this was czechoslovakians that um ended up doing the assassination so killian played Um, Joseph and Jamie Dorian. Is it Dorian or Doran? Dornan. Dornan. Look at that. Neither one, right?
0: Fifty Shades of Grey.
1: Yes. He uh, was the second lead, and he was on uh, Joseph's assassination team. His name was John. Pronounced John, but spelled Jan. Okay. And anyways, not that that matters, but... um, yeah, I would I would recommend it. It was rated a seven two on IMDb. Got a sixty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, I'm gonna give it a straight seven. Um, it was enjoyable. Uh, it, it was. It's tough, man, because like when you watch those movies, and you kind of remember like this was real it's just so fucking horrible to think about Mm -hmm. like how people were tortured and how they just like killed people. Like it was nothing. Um, And how so many people just gave literally absolutely everything they had, including their life um, as well as honestly, the lives of their families uh, for the cause Mm -hmm. um, of taking down Nazi Germany. Um, So yeah, 7-0 rating. Uh, I'm not going to attempt to draw this back to anything in real life because uh, I think that that would be a bit unfair of me um, given how horrific it all was. Uh, and uh, and it wasn't like that long ago in history. I think that's the that's the part that is hard to wrap your head. I mean, it wasn't even 100 years ago at this point. Yeah. Um, which is crazy to think about. Absolutely crazy. But what I will ask you is, do you think you would be able to mentally put yourself in a space where if you had to kill someone, you would be able to? <laughs> I know it's really fucked up still.
0: Uh, If you're just joining us, this is a very uh, lighthearted podcast where we talk (laughs) about very happy things. Um, First things before I answer that question, um, I was curious about the movie. Was it one of those movies, because obviously it's depicting a real life situation Mm -hmm. and true events. Was it one of those movies that was Hollywood where they – you know, kind of dramatize a lot of the movie? Or do you think they did a good job of keeping it pretty close to the book? And when I say book, I mean like the history books. um, Yes. So
1: I feel like it was fairly, excuse me, fairly, fairly close to the books. Again, I'm absolutely no expert. Um, It did say it popped up like on the side, like it does give you some information, like when something's not factual, but it wasn't, it wasn't like, you know, special effects here, and there. you know it was, mm. it was pretty normal. I think for what would have been the time, based Gosh. on how I've seen things blow up now, like literally blow up, like when they blow up a car or something. Now, right. versus like how it was blown up in this movie. Mm-hmm. Again, a little weird, a little morbid. Um, and same with the the guns um i mean they're quote-unquote machine guns are like they're laughable at this like this day and age like mm-hmm. you can load up a gun now and like take out i'm not gonna i'm gonna just stop that <laughs> sentence right there
0: yeah but I know yeah got- it wasn't meant, too hollywood <laughs> i guess like less on the visual effects and more so like those characters actually existed and that was something that happened mm-hmm. for real in yeah
1: in they were the war. they were known as the parachuters there were seven of them mm-hmm. um but those two were the ones leading leading them
0: gotcha okay um yeah. so back to your question about me being able to uh, murder someone um <laughs> let me think about that
1: <laughs> uh. it's really fucked up you actually don't have to answer that i feel like that might that could bite you in the ass someday if you're ever, like, arrested for
0: hey, – listen to episode 57 when it says that I would absolutely be able to murder someone with my bare hands. No. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, that's an outrageous question to ask somebody. <laughs> it really is, but <laughs> – uh, But I understand, obviously, it's difficult for you to, to relate that back to your life as well. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm not even somebody that's really been ever in, like, an actual fight. Like, I've been in a couple yeah. scraps, like, in college, but I've never even really been hit. So I can't imagine. Yeah. I don't know. Like I've never, you know, knock on wood, I've never been in like real type of danger. Where I felt yeah. that I was backed into a corner uh, mm-hmm. and that never happened. To, you know, you think about what if scenarios that you hope right. you never have to come across in terms of like a home invader or your family's in trouble or, you know, you're in trouble, whatever it may be. You know, I don't think I could ever have a grudge against somebody for anything to go k- kill them, <laughs> I guess, unless yeah. some type of unre- unreversible damage was done to me or the people that I consider the closest to me, my family, my friends, whatever that may look like. And even mm-hmm. then, I don't know. Jail's terrifying to me. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'd do too you great in jail. You would
1: well in jail, no?
0: No, I mean – I'm luckily not pit attractive, but I am blandly attractive. So, you know, that's good enough. In jail, maybe that's pit attractive. So,
1: it very well may be. I think you might get called pretty boy if you were in there.
0: Yeah. So, you know, that terrifies me, obviously. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm not really going <laughs> to ask you if you can kill somebody. No,
1: I mean, yeah, no. I, I don't know. I like, I, I think, you know, if you have a job where that's like some kind of situation that you need to be put in. Um. Yeah, that's something that you have to like mentally, I'm sure, prepare yourself for. But like for average citizens um, in the United States, like you and me, uh, I don't really think that's something that we have to really take into consideration and think about all that often, um, which I will also admit is a very privileged thing to say, because um, there are certainly other quote-unquote average citizens uh, just like us um, who do have to think about that because of where they live or what have you. So yeah, I just I just hope I'm ever um, put in any kind of situation like that because I would not like to find out if I could or could not.
0: Yeah, I agree with your morbid answer and morbid question.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Um... Thank you. And I'm really sorry that's what I asked you on our First hey. episode back, but it's, it's I, fine.
0: Yeah, it's you're in a tough situation.
1: Uh, yeah, you know the I,
0: alternatives mu- uh, were probably much worse ideas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but it sounds like it was a good movie. I mean, seven. It was, yeah, it was yeah, 7-0. yeah, yeah.
1: I think honestly, I think you'd enjoy it. Um, as a fellow history nerd and mm. just a general fan of Kelly Murphy, um, I think I think you'd enjoy it. So seven zero.
0: I recommend
1: Anthropod. Anthropod. Is that right? Anthropoid,
0: anthropoid,
1: anthropoid.
0: Seven yeah. O, lock it in. Okay. Bow. Why would you have to make a gun noise? After all, that?
1: I didn't. Oh. Uh,
0: and then you did a god hand signal as well. No,
1: I went like it was like a mic drop, like oh. you know. Tina, Anyways, I Tina just would did it again.
0: Be able to do it. Um, oh my god. <laughs> okay, so Killy Murphy for me. So like, I obviously don't. I didn't watch the movie that you watch, but. I'm imagining if he was some sort of assassinator that he had some similar qualities to Tommy Shelby. Uh, in, in some yeah, but capacity. he was nice.
1: But he, was he nice. wasn't like angry and pissed off like right. him. It was more um, of like a there was a heart there.
0: So the movie that I watched is as probably an opposite of a character that you could be from Tommy Shelby, which is why it made it really interesting. So I watched a movie from 2018 called The Delinquent Season. Um and so Killing is from Ireland and lives in Ireland and Correct. this movie was filmed in Ireland, uh, created in Ireland and then distrib- distributed in the states. So the delinquencies, and really only two a- character actors, excuse me, that you would know, killian Murphy, who plays the lead. His name is Jim, and Chris, who plays the other lead, Andrew Scott. Hmm. He's been in a few things that I'm sure you would recognize if you saw a picture of him. It's really based around five people throughout the entire movie and. Like I said, it's based in Ireland, so all of them have Irish accents, a little bit difficult to understand. And the we way love that, an
1: Irish accent.
0: The way that they live their life is a little bit different than the United States, uh, just truly by the way that Ireland is set up as a country. But Jim is married to Danielle, and basically the scene is set in the beginning of these two couples, Jim and Danielle, and then Chris and Yvonne. And it's, you know, they each have two kids. They each are in their, I would guess, 40s middling away in their marriage, you know, happy enough to keep the days going, but nothing, uh, as they say, stoking the fire uh, Uh. too much. And so it was a movie where Jim was a little bit of – Killian's character was a little bit of a – a little soft and, yeah, soft and weak, I would say. Um, It's it's a tough movie for you to describe because – you don't really know what you're getting into at all. And I don't want to give too much of it away, but basically the best way to put it is it's these two middle-aged married couples who are friends who have two kids, their kids hang out. And the the, the plot line is they're happy enough. But when temptation arises for one or both of these couples that could alter the trajectory of what would have been a fine life, uh, that's kind of what you see when temptation um, is kind of given to these folks. Uh, it, IMDb gave it a 6.4. Okay. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 67%. It was hard for me because, like, Killing was great in it, but it was – I don't know I don't know what the right words are because in the be- in the beginning I was frustrated with the beginning. I thought that they gave so much away mm-hmm. literally within the first 30 seconds of the movie.
1: Oh, I hate that.
0: But the ending wasn't exactly what I had thought I figured out so early on. And
1: that's nice.
0: It was an unexpected ending that I didn't really know how I felt about it pretty much. Uh, okay. I gave it a 6.2 at the end of the day. It wasn't anything that Struck a chord. It was more depressing, if anything.
1: Yeah, that Just, sounds kind of depressing.
0: The movie was dark, and not in the sense of like dark in terms of I want to kill somebody. Dark, but dark like the the lighting on the movie was. was oh,
1: dark. oh, the yeah. movie was legit. It was literally always raining. Dark. It was always okay. raining. Yeah, it, here that's how it is in Ireland. Rains all the whole time.
0: There was always always arguments throughout the movie like there wasn't a lot of happy bright spots
1: okay Um, yeah um it sounds like neither of us got any joy really out of our (laughs) (laughs) selected films
0: it was one of those movies that made you think at the end of it because truthfully the ending like i said was so unexpected and the song at the end was a phenomenal song If anything, I'm not necessarily recommending you to watch this, but go to the end scene of the delinquent season and listen to that fucking song. It's an emotional song. And for whatever reason, obviously- Do you have
1: the name of this song?
0: So I looked it up and they will not release it from the soundtrack, which is very unlike movies, especially because it's gotten a lot of love and there's so many people on, on the internet saying, why won't they release it? So many people love the song. And so the only way to listen to it is on YouTube but the dialogue is still in the the song on YouTube. So
1: oh, my gosh. Okay. I did want to
0: play a little clip of it here that was without the dialogue. It's a very emotional song. and It was just paired so beautifully with what makes you – like I said, unexpected. It makes you kind of think about mm-hmm. the ending. So I want to um, play this really quick if I can find it. Like I said, yeah, 6.2 for me. I don't know if I'd recommend you watching it. It would definitely be one of those movies that you would fall asleep and watch, um, you know,
1: in multiple In six times. parts?
0: Yes. It would probably take you three parts, I would say. Okay. But it was cool to see Killian, um, you know, in a different light. And I know he's played so many famous roles in, in Tommy Shelby and 28 Days Later and in the Batman movies. And he's in The Quiet Place Part 2. Um you know, it's 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 very interesting. All right, so here we go. I have it here. It's called in this room. I need to skip the dialogue part. Hold on. Sorry guys. I know we don't like dead air here.
1: Is this legal?
0: I think it's legal if you only play a little bit of it, what I've learned from Armchair Expert. And also okay. this isn't like a real song. So
1: Oh right, that's true. Technically nobody really, I guess, owns the rights to it except for the movies.
0: It's true. I'm having
1: movie people.
0: All right. I am having some technical difficulties. Uh but in this room by here we go. Sorry about that. Here we go. It's time right. to reconnect We've an ad here. Uh, we are sponsored by Kayak. Okay. <laughs> That's right. I wish. It's going. In this room, can't figure out the answer. And I found you. Could me closer sure
1: now with the answer. In this room. Where you are, it doesn't matter, cause that's where I wanna be. You are beautiful to me. Ooh. That's just a
0: little bit of it. it. I
1: like that. That's a nice song. I would like was, um, an Ed Sheeran cover of it. Yeah.
0: So that was what they were saying because Ed Sheeran's also from Ireland and all this stuff. Um, it was a really sweet song. It was a really interesting way to end it. And it was one of those things that got you thinking, right? Mm-hmm. Um, these four people go on a crazy path, you know, uh, like I said, guided by temptation in which they all figure out differently what they would do with that temptation. And. You know, it got me thinking that, you know, obviously we've talked about this ad nauseum on this podcast. Uh, Nothing has changed over five and a half months. Me and Tina have both been single for quite some time. (laughs) But I think in similar but maybe different ways, we yearn at some point in our life to be in a situation that not necessarily where you're in a rut. Because that is what scares me the most, is you're with Mm -hmm. somebody and then you realize – 10 years later, you know, you aren't living or as happy as you can, should, would, want to be, whatever that may be. But at the end of the day, I think we in some way, shape or form yearn for a partnership that gets you excited to get out of bed in the morning. And that if there is temptation, you aren't at all tempted by it. Mm -hmm. So I'm asking you if a situation like that, where I describe these uh, couples that are in a middling marriage relationship that it's tough to stoke their fire. If that is a genuine fear of yours. Um, and if you think that's kind of a normal thought to have. Uh,
1: yeah. Yes. And yes. And I'll say that because I think that, I mean, at the end of the day, it all, it all is a choice. You can either choose to continue to work on it with that person and choose to, like, move on and and stick with it um, in some kind of way. Um, Or you can choose to not. And uh, I'm not saying that the answer is always to yes, choose to stick to it. Um, There's obviously so many different circumstances that could – leads you to that that rut if you will um, and I think it really just depends on what leads you to the rut but yeah I mean and there are times in my previous relationship where there there were ruts and you're just not on the same page and that's not that's not fun like mm-hmm. no one likes that um, no one feels good about that so I think that uh, when it comes to you know, moving on from it or, you know, it, I just don't really think there's any right answer. Um, and I know that's like not specifically what you asked, mm-hmm. but that's sort of what I'm thinking um, in terms of, but yeah, it's definitely a legitimate fear for sure. Um, and obviously like right now, it's not something that I really think about because I, I don't have to think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but certainly something that you know that's an anxiety thing like when you're in a relationship like am i enough am i doing what i can you know and mm-hmm. and i think it all just depends on the two people as well what about you
0: yeah so i mean as we've talked about on here before you know there's many years that i had no interest in a relationship you know, I'm 27 now, but I would probably say for the last year, I've been seriously open to it. I have mm-hmm. been dating as as I document well enough <laughs> for most people to fucking know. Uh, and a lot <laughs> of it's did. fun and things. But, you know, truly, you know, I'm dating to, you know, see if there, you know, what's out there, who's out there, where the mm-hmm. connections may be. But it's so hard for me to wrap my head around people that You know, there's a term that you hear like serial monogamer or serial Mm -hmm. dater or, you know, what those people, it's very difficult for me to wrap my head around because I've been dating for a while now and, you know, there hasn't been, you know, that could truly, I believe it's, it's hard to get in a relationship unless you're putting so many things aside that you're like, oh, I don't care about that. But really you do. And (laughs) it doesn't really get you anywhere in two years when you put aside like, oh, it doesn't bother me that, you know they're this way, that way, or he's not, you know, they're not going to let me do this, that, or the other. When two years down the road, that is going to bother you. It's going to become a big argument. It's going to become a big stumbling mm-hmm. block in your relationship. And there you go. You're back to square one. So right. I never understood people that are just able to kind of date and kind of forget what it is that they're looking for. Um,
1: Absolutely. I, I don't understand the the, like when people publicly air their complaints mm. about their significant other, of, like, something that they've done or whatever. Like, I just... That also doesn't make sense to me. Like, unless you're, like, a close friend confiding in another close friend or so, Not even a close friend. Even if you're just friends, like, confiding in each other or whatever. Yeah. Like, you know, that makes sense to me. But, like, publicly airing it out and, like, making it known to, like, everybody. I just... I don't get that.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's just always confusing to me because,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know... Timing comes into play with all of these types of things yep. and, um, you know, these folks just kind of push all of these aside. You know, I have been in – you know, you invest so much time and so much vulnerability and so much emotion into becoming, a you know, a, a partnership and becoming in a relationship mm-hmm. that is – worth your time you know obviously it's a little bit different if you're listening out there and you're 16 or you're 18 or even you're 20 21 like those are different situations of course i mean we all know people that are high school sweethearts our college sweethearts those things do happen um but you know now at our age when you're getting up there you know we're 27 now and it doesn't ever make the the amount of i like my time and the amount of time to step away from your routines and what you like to do sometimes it it never makes sense for me to kind of cast aside what it is you believe that you're worth at the end of the day. So it is a big fear, you know, kind of circling and tying it all back in of, you know, when you get to that situation, did you make the right decision? Did you, do you think, you know, in 10 years that that's not just going to wake up and, and, you know, going to smack your partner in the face with like, what am I doing? I'm so unhappy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I was on the flip side of it where I did believe that it was like, okay, yeah, this is great. This is going to be, you this know, it. All be all type yeah. thing. And, you know, she had opposite thoughts and that she, and it, I'm glad now and, and, and mature enough and, and realize enough now to understand and, and be thankful, you know the way that it happened might not have been my exact choice but to be thankful that it did happen at that point yep. right because you know it's not fair to anybody kind of just drag it along because at the end of the day
1: no definitely you everything
0: together and especially if you mm-hmm. have aspirations out family and things so i was just curious that was a fear because it's a, it's not maybe not fear is not the right word but like you said a, a lot of it's anxiety a goes into yeah. those thoughts mm-hmm. and when you're getting in a relationship at our age, or at any age, that you deem you want to have be in a mature relationship, yep. you have to imagine it cross your mind being like, can I literally spend the rest of my fucking life with this person, <laughs> day in and day out, and not want to blow my brains out.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's what it comes down to, for sure. Because um, we're not
0: supposed to be monogamous creatures, I don't think.
1: Well, I think we started out being monogamous creatures, and I think that it was a rate like i mean like 12 year olds were getting married back in the day because they would die at 30 so like
0: mm-hmm. True. you know
1: uh in terms of uh, in terms of evolution like the way the world's just developed and stuff and i think it makes it much fucking harder to be monogamous but mm-hmm. i don't know <laughs>
0: I guess we're not the experts on this. Uh, we're not even armchair experts on this. We're not. We are novices in it. Uh, but I'm just curious to get your thoughts and, you know, what your thoughts out there that are listening. You know, and I'm sure every single person at some stage listening to this podcast has gone through either those thoughts and found a way to talk it out. And I think there is ways to fix mm-hmm. those feelings that you might be having, or you're in a situation where you're on my side, or you're on Tina's side, or you're. Uh, in a situation that just wasn't exactly what you had hoped to be and, you know, how you got out of that. Or unfortunately, you were on the spikier end of it and, you know, kind of had to deal with that pain and, yeah, you know, still having your self-worth be up there knowing that, all right, that's fine. It's not this person, but it might be the next or the next. And whether you believe in there's some sort of plan out there for you, but, you know, kind of, there's so many variables that go into making it all work.
1: There are a bazillion variables.
0: That's it's
1: true. so crazy when you can draw down tiny decisions that you've made and <laughs> figure out like the the actual mass impact it's had on your life. It's and so you're like, crazy. Holy shit!
0: What you thought was such a tiny decision ends up being a huge it's fork in the huge road.
1: One. Yeah, which is
0: crazy. that's it, it is. A, it's really, wild. Really odd. Like as small as like do I go to dinner with this person? or Do I go out at like, do I go out tonight with friends yep. and who you come across and who you meet or what mm-hmm. opportunity you miss because you didn't go to dinner and somebody else did go to dinner. Yeah. Um, yeah it's wild. It's, it's
1: serendipitous.
0: You know, it's like you said, some of the biggest, biggest decisions that you think like, Oh, where I go to college or where I'm going to work or where I'm going to live. There's much, much smaller ones that have such a crazier impact on your life that you might not yeah. even be able to see for years after.
1: Right. Totally. It's kind of uh, cool.
0: So that was the delinquent season. It's not a bad movie by any stretch. If you're interested in at the very least getting an unexpected ending, that makes you think with a great song, you can't hear anywhere else. Uh, <laughs> it, it does that. And Killian Murphy is, is very good as is Andrew Scott. So I will lock that in at a 6.2 for Killian Murphy and the delinquent season. So that wraps up the Killian Murphy episode. And as always you guys know, or at least if, if you remember Tina has a good news segment that she always likes to do, so I will pass it over to.
1: Um, I was waiting for a a little bit of like a a little spicier of an intro. Sorry, I forgot. That's okay. This is
0: Tina's good news tidbit. All
1: right, Mm -hmm. so it's not necessarily; it's just more like cool news. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I think it's good news too. Um, So. At Yale, uh, the, a professor of neuroscience and ophthalmology and visual science um, have kind of discovered that mice can dream prior to their birth. So, like, it, it, I'll do a direct quote from the article. As a newborn mammal opens its eyes for the first time, it can already make visual sense of the world around it. Um, And the study suggests that in a sense, mammals dream about the world they're about to experience before they're even born. Isn't that crazy? crazy. So it's kind of cool because like, as soon as mammals open their eyes, uh, they're capable of sophisticated behavior. Um, So like they're going to be able to perceive threats and, like different things going on in their environment because of these dreams that they have before they're born. Isn't that nuts? That is nuts. Um, so yeah. So
0: science they, that we don't know. I feel like
1: right? they like specifically studied it. I believe in mice. Mm. Um, so, you know, mice full, are always the test circle, stuff, I guess. It.
0: Yeah. Full circle.
1: Yeah. Know? Poor, poor mice. Mice like, cannot live, live forever though. though. They cannot. <laughs> yeah Life Oh no, wait, they can't yeah That's they're gonna yeah, they're now. gonna live forever, and they already know the world they're going to experience before they enter it. I think if uh humans could do that, many humans would uh fall
0: back in the world crawl
1: right <laughs> back in and say, "I'm not getting the fuck out of here.
0: I saw something, so there's very few things that make me feel the feeling of reminiscing mm-hmm. or I don't even know what the right emotion is. But it like, it's it's one of the few emotions that make me feel the strongest, if that makes sense. Yeah,
1: like, yeah. Passionate, like,
0: maybe? Like oh, like, oh my God, I feel this in my fucking Oh, okay, soul.
1: okay. I like, hear you.
0: And it not necessarily hurts, but it's, it's just like it's a reminiscing thing. And for me, there's very few things that make me feel that way. One is being back at Westchester. I literally can't do it. I cannot drive through the streets or campus or walk on it. I can't. It's too too sacred of a four-year period for me where like i truly i did i've literally done it once since i graduated twice really? since i graduated and i was i just couldn't do it i literally was like i gotta leave oh buddy it's just like a sacred four-year period that yeah you'll never touch again and i was mm-hmm. thinking about it and i actually wanted to bring this up in the beginning there's no There is no experience in life that you can have. College is one thing. You're kind of in your own bubble world where you can literally walk. I mean, especially Westchester, obviously, there's bigger campuses. But Westchester, Mm -hmm. everything you needed and everybody you wanted to see was in a three-mile radius pretty much.
1: Yeah. Literally everything.
0: Grocery store, bars, classes, friends, houses, whatever. Outside of your family, everything is in this bubble. Mm -hmm. But there is truly nothing, nothing that you can experience in life before or after that compares – to a freshman dorm yeah and like literally thinking back on like not not those not the new dorms that I'm sure a lot of campuses have now where it's like no. a fucking suite and you're you right. living there I'm talking the dorms where you're in There's a fucking
1: tiny room you're in
0: a tiny square room with Twindles. most likely a person you don't know in my case yep. I did you didn't but did in not. a lot of cases a stranger and then mm-hmm. the rest of the doors, which is right next to each other are all strangers as well. You truly can't capture that feeling anywhere, else. maybe outside of like the army, you can't capture that feeling yeah. anywhere else. Um, so that was one of the things. And the other thing is I was scrolling on TikTok and TikTok has some crazy algorithm where like if you watch a video for six seconds compared to 17 seconds, they're going to show you more videos about the ones you watch them. So I think I came across something about like Elf and like how Christmas mm-hmm. was like fifty something days. I can't be that close, but 150 days or like, I don't know, 13 weeks or something crazy. And I like watched it because whatever, I love Christmas. And then I, last night I was laying in bed and I scrolled upon uh, a TikTok where it like had this thing and it's, it was this big paragraph. And then there was, it was a snowy background and it was a a Christmas song playing in the background. I can't remember exactly which one it was, but it was one of those like real good ones like,
1: yeah 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 man. the soft like yeah you know yeah right. I'm yeah you're loud. in the fields of it yeah yeah all yeah
0: times were yeah so yeah. um and the, it's in the paragraph said like imagine this waking up realizing it's a snow day going outside with all your friends going tubing before christmas coming inside for a couple oh. for a cup of hot chocolate oh man presents. that just
1: takes you back you can Dude, feel you it you can
0: feel it because i and i think the way I, the reason i feel this way is like I, with westchester I can't recapture that feeling and Christmas you can't really recapture the feeling you had when you were younger. It's like no. a different experience when 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 Santa's real or even when yeah. like you're excited to wake up in the morning or you know obviously I still love Christmas and you know all of those things but it's different. You know it's become Yeah, like,
1: it's it's now about giving the gifts and seeing that joy on someone else's face right. whereas it, before yeah. it was like hell yeah like You're so excited, and you're
0: genuine. Shit,
1: like this is fricking awesome.
0: Yeah, it's just I don't know. I don't even know how we got on that subject, but those are two things that like that emotion I feel more than most emotions I feel.
1: Oh, um, we were talking about crawling back into the womb, uh, if we could dream about (laughs) what life is like prior to, oh, prior to birth.
0: At least I noted a few good things then.
1: Yeah, Um, um, yeah. Okay, All right. Well, so mice I, can
0: live forever. They can uh, visualize and experience what life is going to be like before entering the world. Yeah. And Killian Murphy is a pretty, very, very talented actor with a lot of yeah. different range.
1: And he is blandly handsome.
0: Like Ryan Kalpin. Um
1: Like Ryan Kalpin.
0: All right, so before we get out of here, of course, The Wheel. Are we ready for the, the Wheel? The Wheel. All right, let's shuffle this up. Here we go. we got a lot of good names left on The Wheel. And of course, as always, we are reaching out to anybody that wants to come on and talk You know, join us in a movie review, uh, talk about anything, or, you know, of course, we're hoping to get some people in the business.
1: uh, You can also talk about TV too, because I like TV a lot and watch a lot of TV. So,
0: all right, here we go. Oh my God. Oh, wow, we landed on a line. Oh, between Margot Robbie and Scarlett Johansson, two of the most beautiful, not blandly beautiful, beautiful. No,
1: they are, yes.
0: So we'll re-spin. I won't. I won't. P- I can't pick between the two. So we'll re-spin. Oh, just another beautiful woman that we're going to be reviewing this week, which I thought we already did, but Tina says we did not because I watched The Black Swan for Mila Kunis and not for Natalie Portman. Yes. So we will be reviewing and watching Natalie Portman, best known and actually won an Academy Award for The Black Swan, um, but she's also been in. Uh, other films that are outside of drama, she was in a the. I, I always forget if she was in the original rom com of No Strings Attached or the secondary one, Friends with Benefits. She's in the No Strings Attached one, I believe.
1: The yes. Because
0: I think I think Friends Neil of Benefits, Kunis
1: is in Friends with Benefits. It's her and Justin Timberlake.
0: Timberlake, right? And I think No Strings. It's Attached. Ashton. It's Ashton Kutcher in.
1: and Natalie. Yes, that is correct.
0: Perfect. So we review that um, and yeah I'm, I'm curious because I know there's a lot that I haven't seen of her young career Natalie Portman was one of the most revered young actresses of her time mm-hmm. and not only because she was stunningly beautiful at such uh, you know at such a young age of like 18 to 21 or whatever you know but because she was in some great movies when she was younger as well so it'd be really good to to um, to join into that and kind of see what we're gonna be watching for that but hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode of Roll the Credits uh, of Killian Murphy. And we're very excited to see him back as Tommy Shelby for one final season. Um, but we will be diving into Natalie Portman next. You can follow us along and listen on all places that podcasts are. Apple, Spotify, anything. And you can follow us along on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter. But, um, mostly <laughs> we don't Instagram, tweet a lot. Mostly Instagram Facebook is where you'll find us. And like I said, that DM us on either one of those to let us know if you want to join the show. We would love to have you as always please
1: subscribe mm, yes, leave subscribe. a review yes, as always
0: views we've we've done very good all around besides reviews i know well that one yeah. girl did get mad i gave a date review i got <laughs> yeah, a maybe you should stop that.
1: those <laughs> never
0: um all right well as always i'm ryan <laughs> i forgot <laughs> and i'm tina uh and this was roll the credits killian murphy and we will leave in style
1: Room, where you are it doesn't matter
0: cause that's where I wanna be. You are beautiful to me. You are beautiful to us.